If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Call's cloud business phone service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. Yes, I'm your host, Todd Huff. Email Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can email me your thoughts, questions, your opinions, your feedback, whatever. Whatever you want, I do my best to get back with you, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. I'll even accept your adoration and praise. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, where else? YouTube is where we're streaming the program live or on demand. As long as those folks there at the big tech socialist firms allow that to be the case. Good to be here. Hope you had a good weekend. I want to start a couple of headlines here. I want to start, uh, you know what, I'm going to start with something I was going to wait a little bit on because I find this, uh, now this is something that happened to me personally on Twitter, (laughs) which Twitter, Twitter is the gutter of the universe. I mean, I, I am well convinced of this, the gutter of the universe. I got to find this tweet here, expecting to do this a little bit later. I tweeted, I tweeted out, um, there's of course been calls for Brad Raffensperger, uh, Brian Kemp, these are officials in the state of Georgia, the governor Brian Kemp, the secretary of state Brad Raffensperger, um, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, folks have been contacting these folks, just regular people, Georgians. And, of course, people all over this country have been contacting individuals saying, look, um, we need a special session. What we have heard over uh, the weekend, or excuse me, last week, I should say, what we've heard about this election, the things that have happened, is too much to handle, right? There is so much question that there is no way in the world that we should not be looking into this with a legitimate special session of our state legislature. And of course, the Democrats and the Republicans even, Republicans being Brian Kemp, Raffensperger, uh, Jeff Duncan. I saw Jeff Duncan out on CNN living in another another universe explaining. He, he actually said, the lieutenant governor, if he had five minutes, he just doesn't have the time. If he had five minutes, he's telling Jake, I think it was Jake Tapper. I don't know. It doesn't matter who he was telling us. 
So someone in the mainstream media, it's the same person, just looks a little bit different. So he says to Jake Tapper, or insert your favorite liberal journalist here, because again, it really doesn't matter. He says, if I had five minutes to spend with every person who asked me, I could ex- I could explain to them why this election is perfectly fine. I mean, this is my interpretation. He didn't use these exact words, but he may just have used these exact words. It's perfectly fine, and I could convince uh, anyone that I had to, you know, I just, it, I can't speak five minutes to every George, and I just don't have the time. So I think, make a, make a video then. Take the time to explain it. If it only takes five minutes, and you could convince anybody, gee, many, I, I think if you could use five minutes to convince anybody, you should probably go to these platforms that are going to be more than happy. Heck, Twitter and Facebook, you call your buddies up there, those in big government pushing in the same direction as these tech giants. You call up Jack Dorsey if you can get him. Maybe he has a sat phone as he's hiking the Appalachian Trail or wherever he is with his, uh, you know, Grizzly Adams look out there. But you call him up and you say, hey, man, help me get this message out. I, if I've got a five-minute video, I'm going to post to your platform. I, they might even post that for free. They might even. When Trump sends out a tweet and it says, caution, <laughs> or whatever it says, right, that little, that little disclaimer, Elections, election fraud is exceedingly rare. Election fraud is virtually unheard of. We're unaware of this ever affecting anything whatsoever. They might even be willing to link directly to Jeff Duncan's five-minute video explaining everything away. In five minutes, folks, he can explain away, I guess, suitcases of ballots under tables. I guess he can explain away some of the mathematical evidence, the uh, statistical evidence. I guess Jeff Duncan can do this. Just five minutes is all the guy needs. Five minutes? Why the heck, with all the controversy going on in your state, Lieutenant Governor, dare I I ask the question, why not? Why haven't you gotten off your duff and done this? Five minutes. I saw a poll that says 58% of Georgians are expecting or demanding or want or require or whatever. They're in favor of... They're in favor of a special session, which, by the way, now the state house, um, the state legislature is actually beginning the process of uh, looking to find three. I don't know if they get the votes to do this, but for two thirds, or is it three fifths? I think it is three fifths. Three fifths supermajority of state legislatures, uh, uh, state legislators in their particular state legislative uh, branches, if they can get three-fifths of them on board, they're going to – they can call that special session to order in spite of what Kemp and Raffensperger and Duncan, all those jokers are thinking. So this is what's going on in the state of Georgia. I just want to paint that picture really quickly because it's under that – with that kind of backdrop that I I tweeted this out over the weekend – to me, it's a it's a very uh, just a very I mean innocent tweet. This is the sort of thing, by the way. I think Americans. This is we have to demand at this point. We have to demand that justice is done in this election. We have to demand it. We absolutely have to demand it. We cannot accept 
the, these jokers on the left, and even even in the Republican Party, those that don't like Trump. I know Lynn Wood, uh, one of the attorneys that has brought a lot of these cases. He's he's saying that Raffensperger and and Kemp are some really they're really involved here in ways. Uh, he's making some bold allegations about financial interests and all sorts of things. Doesn't even matter to me why at this. It does, but I mean at this point, they need to listen to their to their constituents here, and it's inexcusable, candidly, folks, that they just act like this. That they're they're whistling past the graveyard, as I've said uh, recently in regards to um, Senator Todd Young and others like him who are ignoring this, not stepping out and leading. It's on a much grander scale in Georgia. These are the folks that can actually do something about it. So I simply tweeted out. I retweeted one of Trump's tweets, which is Trump calling for an immediate special session of the state legislature in uh, in Georgia, not Pennsylvania. And so I retweeted it and said, you're absolutely right, Mr. President. Brian Kemp, stand up, lead call. Uh, stand up, lead, and call a special session in Georgia immediately. Anything less is dereliction of duty. So I had some joker on here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Shaming me. Shaming me for that tweet. I'm not going to say that. You, you can see it on Twitter if you want. Val. We'll just go by Val. Val tweets me back. Shame on you. You call yourself a Christian, but you and your ilk, I guess you in this audience are my ilk, Todd's ilk. I don't know what you you and your ilk are Baal's prophets. I'm a prophet of Baal, according to Val. Prophet of Baal on Mount Carmel. Read about them in 1 Kings 18, verses 16 through 45. I guess Val had to look that up. Um, I'm quite familiar with the verse. In fact, it's one of my favorite passages of the Bible. And for those of you that don't know it, I don't want to turn this into a sermon. I just want to give you the picture of what Val accused me of. So, in the Old Testament, Old Testament times, um, during the uh, well, the, there were some a lot of people that worshipped false gods, and there was this group of prophets that worshipped uh, worshipped Baal, and Elijah. Elijah was a prophet of the one true God, and he challenged them basically uh, to a face-off on Mount Carmel. And he basically said to them, let's, let's see who's God. Um, I mean, I'm really giving the, the, you know, just very basics here. Let's, let's see, let's both of us at, cry out to our God and see who, uh, which God responds. And so the prophets of Baal, he says, I'll even let you go first, you know? So they were crying and cutting themselves and you know crying out to the you know to bail all day and elijah starts mocking them he says maybe your god is sleeping maybe he can't hear you maybe he's uh busy with something else this sort of thing and so the the cries become louder and more extreme and they do do uh, more heinous things to get the attention of Baal. And this goes on for a while, and, and Elijah, after hours of this, says, okay, have, have, we, have we done enough here? I mean, can we, can we agree that your God really isn't interested in listening to you? He says, um, you know, he prepares an altar, 
Elijah doing some extra dramatic activities then uh, dumps water buckets of water on the altar. In fact, it fills up a trench around the the altar. Totally, you know, just saturating the what's on the altar with with water. And then he calls down fire from heaven and it burns just destroys uh the what's on the altar and it actually uh, the, the prophets of Baal are taken as well. This is the very fast version of this. So she says to me, Val says, I'm the prophet of Baal. I guess, I don't know what she's talking about. I guess in her mind, government is God. I guess in her mind, Brian Kemp is the savior, the one true God. It's the only an- analogy here that I can can come up with that's consistent. And I'm calling for that I guess I'm making a a, a proclamation against that one true God. I I guess. I don't know um, what some of these folks are out there thinking. I just hope she isn't trying to call down fire upon me and my household, (laughs) which will be safe. Don't worry. Uh, Don't worry. This is this is something I feel quite uh, quite called and uh, to, to do. But the amount I look, it's just incredible what you're what we're facing. And it is going to get worse. In fact, this week, this week is a big week. We've got the Georgia legislature calling for a special session. We've got Brian Kemp who's going to be kicking and screaming. We've got Brad Raffensberger who's going to be kicking and screaming. We've got Jeff Duncan out there who tells he's the lieutenant governor, telling folks he can get Anyone on board with realizing there's no problems in the state of Georgia's elections, if you just give him five minutes. So, I'm, again, I'm calling out to Jeff Duncan this morning. Jeff, Lieutenant Governor Duncan, if you can hear my voice, just put together, talk to your PR team. I mean, I know that this is, uh, when you think about your responsibilities, PR is number one at the top of the list. Whenever you go to your PR team this morning, just say, I want to do a video outline some talking points. I just need five minutes. That's what I told Jake Tapper or whichever other radical leftist Democrat it was. I just need five minutes. And if every American would just watch that, this will just nod in uh, synchronized agreement. Yeah, there he's, he's made the points. Everything's understand. We'll understand why suitcases of ballots were under tables in, in Georgia. We'll understand why partisan poll watchers were asked to leave in the state of Georgia, we'll understand why uh, ballots were counted multiple times, while uh, why they didn't um, – what the chain of custody – you see this over the weekend. I saw that the uh, chain of custody documents in Georgia, they can't find them. They don't know where they are. They don't know where the chain of custody documents are. So basically they can't prove that these ballots were were, were secure or where they were supposed to be. They don't have record of – of anything about him. Just these are the ones we say you should count. Nothing wrong. He's in five minutes. The guy tells us he can explain that. Maybe I should play this soundbite now that I've talked so much about this. But this is a big week, folks. We've got Justice Alito. We've got this case in Pennsylvania. They have to make their their uh, give a response. The, the party's involved, I think, by tomorrow morning. We've got Michigan. Jenna Ellis. Uh, announced yesterday, and I saw this elsewhere as well. Jenna Ellis, one of the members, one of the lawyers, her and Rudy Giuliani on the Trump legal team. By the way, Rudy Giuliani has tested positive for COVID. 
Jenna Ellis is out there saying, look, we have uh, been given by a judge in uh, a county in Michigan uh, access to uh, basically analyze 22 machines, 22 of these voting machines. Apparently going to take 48 hours to do a an investigation or look into these machines. Um, so this, all this stuff this week, and then of course we have tomorrow is supposed to be what they refer to as the safe harbor day, where the electors are officially chosen. The the electors are supposed to vote on December fourteenth. All kinds of stuff, folks, uh, vying for our attention. But this is the week that a lot of things are going to have to happen. They absolutely have to begin happening this week. And I think we can see the uh, the dominoes stacking up, and we'll see which direction those dominoes fall. But the idea that these jokers think that they're just going to ignore this or kick the can down the road, the American – this is we've reached a, a boiling point in this nation. We've reached a boiling point in this nation. There, there is no more – just ignoring this. I don't think that that is that's possible. Now they may in their minds make the calculation, "Hey, look, we can rig elections now. Who cares what people think?" Part of me has to really believe that these are conversations. I don't like to say this, but part of me really thinks that these are conversations being had by people in positions of power. They can see the finish line. They just need to flip uh, a couple Senate seats in Georgia, and if they can do that, which of course they've already done i mean it's very clear to me that there's something incredibly nefarious going on in these states if they can just continue down this path they have complete control of both houses of of the legislature in in dc and the presidency even though biden's out there chasing his dog by the tail and breaking his foot (laughs) which is another story altogether Biden's chasing his dog by the tail. I mean, that sounds about right. If, when I think about the things Joe Biden is doing in, in private, chasing and trying to grab his dog's tail, as he said, that's the reason, that's how he broke his foot. I think that, that I, 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 can, I, can, I can come on board with that. These are things I envision Biden doing uh, in his private time, chasing his dog by the tail, and then, of course, falling and breaking his foot. So many things to talk about. So little time. A quick break is in order. Sit tight. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back. So, again, this is a big... A big week. Um, Trump was in Georgia over the weekend giving a speech. That's what predicated this interview between Jake Tapper and and Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, who says if he has five minutes, five minutes, if he could spend five minutes with you, if anybody listening to my voice right now, if any of you believe that there is something fishy about this election or if you think that there was coordination and, dare I say, collusion between parties to steal the election from President Trump, if you believe anything on that spectrum, if you believe anything besides, man, this worked exactly. <laughs> is, there, is there a person who hears my voice this morning who can say, who believes that there was nothing, that this is exactly how this is supposed to work? Is there any person out there, Democrat, liberal, 
conservative, libertarian. Um, is there any is there any person out there who thinks that yeah, this is the way? This is the way elections are supposed to work. Whenever we uh, developed election laws in the various states of this country, by the way, pause that thought real fast. One of the things that Biden and the Democrats vow to do, um, if they are to win, to win, of course, the presidency in both houses of Congress, um, they are going to overhaul national the national election, including federalizing it, nationalizing it. They're just going to take it. You want to you want to fix the election? Biden says as he's chasing his dog around the bathroom by the tail. He's he says, hey, if you want to fix this election problem, which of course there wasn't any problem, but if we if there's any problem at all, it's it's because the states don't know what they're doing. That's right. We need to put this under the federal government's control. That's right. The federal government's control. There's a lot that comes with that. Felons being allowed to vote. 33 states currently have laws against that. Whatever you think about that, but there's state laws, state requirements. Federal government's going to step in and nationalize all this, controlling, by the way, um, the way that voter records are kept, making – basically forcing every single person, which they've already kind of done anyway. But they want every person registered. And there's no – you think about the recipe for disaster is, is for some bureaucratic deep state individual or group of individuals being in charge of the election integrity of in Washington, D.C. So these are all the things that are on the table. D.C. is a state. Puerto Rico is a state. Fifteen justices. How, who knows how many on the Supreme Court? Again, as Biden's chasing his dog around by the tail in the bathroom, these things are happening um, or will be happening if, God forbid, this is the case. So I, I, I want to talk a little bit too. I, I've avoided this. I don't live in Georgia. I have a lot of respect for Linwood. Linwood's out there saying, look, don't vote in this election unless these jokers, Kelly Leffler and David Perdue, and by the, for that matter, Kemp and Raffensperger and all these other Duncan who's out there able to convince people in five minutes. Amazing. Amazing what this guy can do. Why doesn't he just go do it? Again, make your video, Lieutenant Governor. I want to see it. I, I tell you what, you make the video, I will share it to people. I will share it. I'll talk about it. I'll play the whole thing. I will play the whole thing on this program. I will play it so that everyone in this audience gets to hear and can be have the, the switch flipped in their minds. People who believe right now that this election was stolen, they're going to say, yeah, five minutes of listening to Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, and suddenly I know why there's suitcases of ballots. Suddenly I know why Republicans were kicked out of polling places. That makes total sense now. No problems. All this mount, these mountains of evidence. I saw over the weekend, you know how many affidavits has been reported that Rudy and the team have? I saw in a tweet 5,000 affidavits is what, not, not in Georgia, but in all the states. 5,000. No evidence. No evidence, the media says. No evidence. The Democrat Party says. In fact, they say Trump's down there trying to steal the election. Trump is trying to stage a coup, they say. Meanwhile, all Trump's trying to say is get your election in order, 
audit these machines, do a signature, uh, you know, um, check these sorts of things. No, no, no. This is this is per- this is exactly how it's supposed to go. In the minds of Raffensperger and Kemp and Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan, who better be working on that video, in those folks' minds, this is exactly how this is supposed to go. Folks, we live in a complete – this is an alternate universe. And if you find yourself this morning thinking, what on earth are these people talking about? I'm telling you, it's because they see the finish line. They see the finish line to where they think, we don't need, we don't need the support of the voter anymore. They don't care about you. Folks, they do not care about you. That is what we're witnessing. That is what we're witnessing. They used to pretend like they cared about you, right? They'll say, every morning I wake up and I think, man, how can I? How can I serve the people in my – that's the first thing I think of. That's what they'll tell you. Wake up in the morning – I just I, I first thing I think of is how can I help Main Street Americans? And some people buy this stuff until you realize what their day looks like, until you realize, you know, how corrupt it is. It's a full time job to fight the corruption, folks. You have to be a person of such strong and deep integrity to fight off this stuff. It is that they are they are inundated with pressures to give up their principles, and to become lifelong politicians. That's their first job. I'm telling you, it's, it's, I, I don't want to be cynical here, but I just think it's the truth. Their number one job, their number one job is to protect their office and to get reelected. That's it. That's what they want. So used to, the, the, the intention was to, to play this game of smoke and mirrors, to make you think, man, they're really, they're really in there working for me. Right, they're in there every day waking up thinking, how can I take care of filling your name there? Now they're to the point of, hey man, we don't have to play that game anymore. We've got control of the the elections. We are we are within five yards of crossing the finish line. Right? All we have to do is is steal another election. All we have to do is play this game where votes magically appear and we kick people out, whatever the, the 2.0 plan is for this, these two Senate seats, right? There's evidence of this. I mean, I'm still waiting on Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan's video, so maybe there's something that's going to just shock my world in that. And I ask you, Lieutenant Governor, to make that thing for me. I need to see it. I can give you five minutes. But maybe there's something there, Right. Instead, they, they, they don't want to acknowledge. You, you look at the mountains of evidence, the mountains of corruption, the inexcusable behavior, the, 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 the absence of chain of custody forms. I mean, it, it is – I'm telling you right now, if, an, if, a, if a for-profit corporation acted like this, all the officers would be in prison. They'd be facing charges this morning, facing charges of – fraud and corruption this very day. In fact, they would already probably be on trial. In fact, Bernie Sanders would all would probably be calling for for much worse than just a trial. Evil corporate America. But meanwhile, we can have the same things happening in government. No one bats an eye. Everyone says this is the way the way it's supposed to be. On top of all that, it is absolutely incredible 
to watch this. It's not funny except for it is so if, if you find yourself this morning thinking, I don't even have the slightest idea how someone can think that this is normal, status quo, there's no problem here, just memorize this saying, the mind will justify what the heart desires. They desire anyone in that office besides Trump so badly, it doesn't matter how they got there. I'm long in this segment, got to take a break. Sit tight, be back here in just a minute. has pulled up this soundbite from the interview that Georgia Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan had with Jake Tapper. And I'm just going to set this up. They basically were playing soundbites of people in Georgia, man on the street sort of interviews. Hey, do you believe the results in this Georgia election? And of course, they play individuals saying things about uh, questioning the integrity of this election. I don't know what to believe or, yeah, I think that they were involved in some nefarious stuff or whatever. Right? They had three people. Then Jake Tapper brings it back, brings it back from those, those sound bites and is sitting there with Jeff Duncan, and he says this to him. Uh, obviously, again, this is not based in fact. The election was clean. You guys did a number of recounts to make sure it was clean. What, what is earth? your message to your fellow Trump supporters in Georgia? Is Joe Biden the president-elect, and was it a clean and fair election? Yeah, you know, first and foremost, Jake, you, you know, I've talked about this. I voted for President Trump. I campaigned for him, and, and unfortunately, he did not win the state of Georgia. Um, you know, if I had a chance to, to spend five minutes with every single person in Georgia that, that doubted mm-hmm. the election results, I, I think I'd, I'd be able to win their hearts over, show them it. the facts and figures, separate fact from fiction. But uh, certainly I don't have that opportunity. Go to Facebook. Um, and so, yeah, you know, on, on January 20th, Joe Biden is going to be sworn in as the 46th president. And the Constitution is still in place. This is still America. I can disagree vehemently with it is still you know, what I think are bad ideas, raising taxes on okay. small businesses. or shut that up. Okay, so, yeah. The Constitution is still in place. What What on earth? Who? What size of hole do you have to dig to put your head in, in Georgia, to act like there is no problem? Folks, this is delusional. This, this is so bad. I, I, I don't even know. I struggle to find an analogy for what this is. Citing, on top of that, citing the Constitution, right? Citing the Constitution. Let's talk about the Constitution. The Constitution says that it is the job, it is the right of the state legislatures to assign their the state's electors that go to the Electoral College to vote here in a week. Supposedly, they're going to go there in a week to vote. And that's actually, in, in spite of the objections from democrats electors the the vote that happens this week is actually who d- determines or next week is actually what determines the, the the winner of the presidency that's why they've been insisting this is the president elect well it's not the, the president elect like in under in a normal sane universe where we don't have 5000 affidavits and mountains of statistical evidence of all sorts of 
nonsense happening in elections. State law says state law says that um, electors are assigned. I mean, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm giving the general consensus. There's some variations, and some states um, assign their electors differently than others. But basically, you have you know when, when a state votes. There are state laws in general that say now we will award our electors based upon the outcome of our state, how people vote in our state. But here's the question. How do you know the separation between Biden and Trump in Georgia is 12,284, something very close to that. I don't I think it may be that, but if it's not that, it's 12,200 and something. I think it's 84. I could be wrong. So. Just simply by looking at what happened with the suitcases, and they weren't even suitcases. They're big rolling, I don't just totes of, of, of ballots that came out when no one was there. Why did that happen? Why were people told to go home? Why, did, why were we told that there was a busted water main or water pipe or whatever in Fulton County? It didn't happen. Didn't happen. The only reason we know about the suitcases of ballots is because we got the footage, and I think Sidney Powell requested 36 hours of that video footage. How To act like that this is no big deal. Folks, this is they, – they have no interest in this. They have decided strategically, and I can't – I know that there's people out there that make strong allegations against, against – uh, particularly Brian Kemp and, and Brad Raffensperger in Georgia. I, I can't make those. I, I don't know. But they are some strong allegations. And they, they, they accuse them of, of fraud and wrongdoing and basically uh, having financial interests. I'm not claiming. I'm just simply saying there's not a good explanation for this if you're looking at simply following the facts. There's not a good explanation for this at all. But this week is big. We've got Georgia trying to call and convene a special session in spite of Governor Kemp's insistence that it's not uh, it's not needed. Well, I think he's out there saying that it is needed, but it's not his call. It's the Secretary of State's call. That's how these folks – this is how they handle this. It's someone else's problem, not mine. You would think if it's, if it's necessary – and if it's an, as important as the integrity of our elections, which is fundamental to living in this constitutional republic, if you don't believe that your voice is being heard at the ballot box, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? Good conservative people for a long time have always thought, you know what? I don't have to fight with my neighbor and yell and scream. I'll just wait and, and make my voice voice known at the ballot box. Now what are they thinking? Now what are they thinking? It's a I think it's an excellent question. And if Brian Kemp really came to grips with that, if Brad Raffensperger really came and cared, and they came to grips with that, if Jeff Duncan, as he's preparing his five-minute video that's going to magically persuade all of us, poof, all questions aside, no more concerns here. Five-minute video. Man, you would think that if you could do that, that would be the only thing you were focused on. If I can cause all this strife in my state to stop if I'm Jeff Duncan by a five-minute talk with every citizen, I'd make my five-minute video. I'd make that right now. I would have come in early this morning to do that instead of having some 
meetings about how we avoid uh, watching this go on any further, instead of strategizing and so forth against the truth coming out, why don't you just make your video? It's remarkable stuff. What are we supposed to do? I really mean that. What do, what do they want us to do? What do they, they think people are just going to sit by as they think that their voice is suddenly silenced? Is that what they think? Hope not. Got to take a time out. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. By the way, by the way, let me remind you, gentle reminder, that we're partnering with Shepherd Community Center near east side of Indianapolis, their Christmas program where they're helping provide Christmas to those families in need. You can find out more about how you can help. Heck, maybe your church might want to help. You can look at ways to do that by visiting caringatchristmas.com. That's caringatchristmas.com. Shepherd Uh, is a, again, a wonderful organization. They do things the right way. They have um, – they're consistent biblically, I think, with how we should take care of those in need and I think consistent with conservative values as as well. I want to really quickly here – time is escaping me – but play this soundbite from Jenna Ellis with Fox and Friends Pete Hegseth over the weekend. Yeah, well, the big news uh, coming out of Antrim County, Michigan this morning, Pete, is that a judge actually granted our team access to 22 of the Dominion voting machines for us to conduct a forensic audit. So if you remember, this is the county that had the switch of uh, 6,000 votes from President Trump to Joe Biden, and that was an unexplained and so-called glitch. And so our team is going to be able to go in this morning at about 8.30, and we'll be there for about eight hours to conduct that forensic examination, and we'll have the results in about 48 hours and that'll tell us a lot about these machines now that was yesterday so 48 hours will be tomorrow morning i gotta take a break out of time here sit tight back here in back here in just a minute here on a lot of fronts from michigan to georgia to pennsylvania courts and special sessions and all that sort of stuff but folks i'm going to tell you what it comes down to the chance we have lies in how the american people respond the more that we stand up the more that we are vociferous against this nonsense being told that there's nothing to worry about with these elections the more that we find out the worse that this gets the more that they know that we know That's where our chance lies, so don't be afraid to stand out. This is the time to stand up, stand firm. I've got to go. SDG. God bless. See you tomorrow. Take care.